Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Is your business to know about the law and how it's affecting every aspect of your life? Is your business to know about what's happening that's really important in the media front, particularly as it relates to the law? And so that's why I'm really excited about uh, John O'Connor joining our uh, media team here. Uh, he'll be doing uh, reoccurring commentaries on business, the law, the political front, and the media. And we're delighted to have him join us. Uh, he's distinguished in uh, the legal profession. Uh, he is an experienced trial lawyer practicing law in San Francisco since the early 70s. And he has tried cases in state and federal courts throughout the country. He served as an assistant U.S. attorney in Northern California, representing the United States in both criminal and civil cases. But he may be best known for his work as the attorney of Mark Felt, whom most of you know as Deep Throat in the uh, Watergate uh, situation. And uh, he became very familiar with the role of the Washington Post in Watergate in his representation of Mark Felt. And so uh, he brings a lot of experience. He also wrote briefs regarding uh, Patty Hearst, the United States versus Patty Hearst, and really had himself involved in some of the biggest lawsuits of the uh, 20th century, representing the uh, federal government uh, in the vast majority of those cases. So we're delighted to have him. He's going to be bringing his interesting insights uh, every other week here on the Price of Business show. You can learn more about him and his work at postgatebook.com. That's postgatebook.com. And that's the name of uh, the, the book that uh, he talks about most often. It relates to media, Postgate. And again, that's postgatebook.com. All right, with that, John O'Connor. The Price of Business has asked me to speak on Democracy on the Ballot in 2024. It is apparent that a large portion of the case which President Joe Biden will put forth for his 2024 re-election is that of, quote, saving, unquote, democracy. In essence, candidate and former President Donald Trump will, according to Biden, set out to destroy democracy. He considers this his best case since he did, does have economic, foreign policy, crime, and border problems. In reply, expect Trump to claim that he is the candidate who seeks to preserve democracy by making our elections secure and reliable, in contrast to the insecure, sloppy mail-in ballot procedures permitted in 2020. So, who is right? The major pillar of Biden's argument will be the January 6th protest, which for a portion of a million demonstrators got out of hand. All of this, along with claims of widespread violence and vandalism, Biden will lay out at the feet of acclaimed power-mad dictator, Trump, backed, he will say, by wild, crazy MAGA legions. Biden's camp will also argue that the January 6th violence and attempted obstruction of election certification shows dictatorial anti-democratic tendencies. This claim, as far as it goes, is based on fact. There was violence and there was property damage. And Trump acted to some degree unhinged in his pursuit of election justice, including well after Biden's swearing in. Biden will further claim that, after all, Trump lost all outcome-determinative lawsuits. Moreover, any extraordinary election procedures were mandated by the COVID pandemic, and he should not be blamed for those. 
How will Trump respond? And how will the electorate respond to Trump's response? First, the Trump campaign is expected to point out that the rich American history of various protests is beneficial to democracy. Veterans flooded to the D.C. malls after World War I, demanding their bonus payments. Participation in the civil rights marches of the 60s, which included civil disobedience, are the basis for bragging rights of many a politician today. Vietnam protests were widespread and indeed shut down Washington, D.C. in early May 1971. Senator John Kerry has bragged that as a young man, he threw his Vietnam medals away over the White House fence in disgust. He was lying, of course, but the point is that protests are part of democracy and not only tolerated, but venerated. While Biden will point out the essential horror of the January 6th assault on the Capitol, there is actually a good counter-argument to this supposedly abominable three-hour, quote, riot, unquote, on January 6th. That argument is the 160 multi-night riots protesting the death of George Floyd by the smug abuse of a white police officer who knew and had personal mutual animosity against Floyd from his private security job. Many died, and hundreds of millions of dollars in property was destroyed or looted. Senator and later vice president candidate Kamala Harris encouraged the rioters by proudly raising a bail fund, all for the political purposes of demonstrating solidarity with the rioters. These were generally called peaceful protests, which occasionally got out of hand. So Trump will compare these two contrasting riots, one a three-hour spate of violence by part of the million-member crowd on January 6th, the other well over 400 days of riots. However, Biden's forces will emphasize exactly how reliable and secure the 2020 elections were, suggesting Trump was going overboard on imagined or overcooked, hyped-up claims. Again, this argument will be based on the lack of success of 60 post-election lawsuits. Trump should, in response, give chapter and verse about the strong evidence that there were hundreds of thousands of harvested votes, a good portion, according to sampling, of voters, in the name of citizens who themselves did not vote and whose signatures did not match registration records. He should argue, but may not, that courts wisely turn down election lawsuits because they are unwieldy. And he should, if wise, present evidence of the massive cover-ups and obstruction of investigations by Biden's Department of Justice as well as state-level Democrat politicians. Who will the voters believe? As in so many matters, it will boil down to the way our media portrays these disputes. Is Trump the archenemy of democracy or its blunt, rough-talking savior? Much depends on your sources of information upon which democracy always depends. So this hopefully democratic 2024 election will be about, yes, our democracy. It will be about not only our democratic election processes, but the way our media, so important to democracy, reports the battle. This election will be interesting, but of course, if it could be reported untruthfully, it will be devastating as well. We hope for the best, but cautiously fear the worst. So, Grab some popcorn, perhaps say a prayer or two. This will be nothing, if not interesting, in our fight over democracy in 2024.